Shabbat Shalom saying. Shabbat Shalom. But I will thank you this very hour. We appreciate you for your love and for your kindness and for your grace and for your mercy. Shabbat, thank you for your faithfulness and your goodness in our lives today. We thank you for the things you're showing us by your spirit. The things we are learning, the things we are receiving, the things we are making happen in and through us. We we'll bless your name for this holy day. We we'll bless your name for the call into kingdom citizenship. We appreciate you, Elohim, because you called us out of billions and you so named us. And we are your people of covenant, of people you love, a royal people, a royal priesthood, a peculiar people, a holy nation. This is who we are. But I will thank you this hour. For the things you've been showing us in your world. Thank you for the saints around the world. Those who are watching today from the US, Canada, Africa, Asia, and whatever continent your people are watching this message from today. We appreciate you, Elohim, because you've been with us, you've been in us, through us, perfecting your work and doing your work because. You've anointed us with the Holy Spirit and with power. I'm praying that in, in today's service, our eyes will be open to see and our ears open to hear. I pray, Father, for hearts that comprehend the word. I pray you open our heart because unless hearts are opened by your spirit, people cannot believe or understand or comprehend or work out your work, your word in their lives today. And therefore, Jehovah, I pray that you will cause radical change and transformation in your people as a result of this message. Oh, we commit everything that we've done here, said here, to you, Jehovah. Be exalted, be magnified, be glorified. Pray for those who are troubled in their hearts, those who are in despair and in fear and in confusion and in delusion. I pray, Jehovah, you will exalt your word in their heart above their circumstances. I pray for faith to be strengthened today. I pray for encouragement. I pray for revelation knowledge. I pray for light, illumination to rest upon the heart of your people. I pray for strength and wisdom. I pray for comprehension and the ability to receive your word and to apply it today. Thank you, Elohim, for our viewers, those who are watching this broadcast, to whatever medium is being streamed live. I pray you will strengthen them. I pray you will anoint them. I pray you will cause their eyes to see and ears to hear. I pray you will heal the sick in their midst. I pray you will bless their lives. I pray you will settle every troubled family, troubled marriages, troubled finances. Amen. I pray you will bring deliverance to your people today Amen. by the message and by the word. Amen. In Yeshua's mighty day we pray. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Blessings to you, saints. Shabbat shalom today. Shabbat shalom. Welcome to uh, Shabbat Holy Convocation service today. It's such a joy to have you with us today in today's service. For all of us here, welcome to our Shabbat Holy Convocation service. And our friends who are watching with us around the world, we love you and we're praying for you. And we believe in Jehovah for greater things as it concerns you. Your life will not remain the same Amen. because you will be deeply transformed and transfigured Amen. in Yeshua's mighty name. I want to encourage us to please 
get our Bibles. As we go into the world of Jehovah, you've got to have a Bible with you. You've got to have your Bible to open your Bible, to search the scriptures. So when the word of God is being taught, you're opening, you're searching. And also get a notepad, get a writing material. See, see, a, see, a, a short pen is better than a long memory. So as the word of God is being taught, you're taking notes of wisdom keys. You're taking note of revelation because what you write, the note you take today, will become what Jehovah will use to speak to you tomorrow. So please say it. Let's be, let's be one in spirit. Let's connect together. Let's let let's be the same in the same lane of desire for His word together. And I pray as we do so, you will bless. And also I want to encourage those who are watching this broadcast. So please share the broadcast. Please share the broadcast. Click on our like, like our page, House of Israel Nigeria. Like our page. Post a watch party. Help us, let, help us so other people can get in touch with this timely message just by clicking on like, share, and posting a watch party. I believe you will be deeply blessed and impacted in Yeshua's mighty little prayer. So if, for those of us who are watching, in case you can in case you're having a challenge hearing, please just write it write write on the write on our Facebook and let us know if the audio is not if you can hear us clearly. If you can hear clearly, let us be aware. And I believe that you will never, never, never remain the same again in Yeshua's precious and awesome new prayer. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Father, we thank you today. We bless you for your word is life. Your word is strength. Your word is powerful. Speak to us and let us hear you. In Yeshua's mighty name we pray. The vision, the vision of house of Israel, the vision of house of Israel, the vision of house of Israel. A vision is to be a worshiping people. A vision is to be an evangelistic community. A vision is to be a discipleship center. A vision is to be an equipping network. A vision is to be a worldwide witness of Yeshua the Messiah. Our awesome vision to be a worshiping people, to be an evangelistic community, to be a discipleship center, to be an equipping network, to be a worldwide witness of Yeshua the Messiah. I so much love that vision. And I pray that vision become your own vision. That you will run with this vision. And Jehovah will deeply strengthen and, and bless you as you partner with us in this great vision of discipling the nations. Before we go on, I'm going to share some few announcements of development, the things, what are we doing currently? What are we doing currently? What are the things we're doing as a ministry? And if you've been on 
on the internet you will discover that our new website hoinigeria.com our new website i don't know if you've been on our new website we develop a new website and with our website people are able to get information about who we are and what we do and also people are able to give donations and offering through our paypal cash app and through stripe so you can give so uh so we have a secure a secured website where you can use your credit card you can give donations to our website and also watch videos so all the things we are working on right now is that next shabbat next shabbat people will be able to watch our broadcast from our website so you don't have to go on facebook so you can watch our broadcast from our website because we are working on the on the embedding the embedding so once that is fixed next shabbat you can watch our teachings straight from our website and that's an awesome development and also alongside our website we have we have developed a way to get our teachings on audio format so after this service you can listen to this teaching on audio on video so we develop format where you can watch on audio or on true video so and the method of design is that we are now on almost eight podcast channels on itunes on itunes spotify rss See, on all the major podcast channels, we are there. So if you're washing clothes, if you're driving, so you can to, just go on, on podcast and then put on NWCAK Ministry or Half of Israel and you can get a hold of our podcast. So this is an amazing development for our podcast. And it's such so, so a joy that we are able to develop ways to reach more people. And after our last and fasting the holy spirit told me clearly and impressed in our heart through circumstances and through leading it was time for house of israel to acquire lands and to begin to build and i shared this with us on thursday i think i shared on thursday about the land project so which is on our website we have we have a podcast in that regard towards our land project and the land we are acquiring has two full purpose and I'll share more about that before we, before we take the offering. Two-fold purpose. We are, the land will enable us to go into farming. One of the things we're doing on the land is farming because we want to, on this, we want people to have good food and water. We're going to farming, the land we're acquiring farming. So access to good food and water so you can eat clean. And within this community also, Apart from the farming, it will be a place where we build our worship, our international headquarters. So this will be our international headquarter. And also, it will have a worship center, House of Israel Studio, an orphanage, a revival center, a training center. And so this is coming into fruition at this time. So this place will also have a mission headquarters where our partners and friends from across the world that want to visit Nigeria don't have to pay for an hotel or guest room. But we are building a state of the heart 
apartments where our partners can come in and stay. So when I, I discussed this in last Thursday, now something happened yesterday. I was on a broadcast last night. After my broadcast, a partner of ours, one faithful partner of ours, sent us half because we, because hallelujah that that you gotta clap for that it is it's a miracle it's a miracle I just discussed this on Thursday so they gave finances they are buying half the plot for us half the plot on Friday on Thursday I told my wife on Thursday two brothers very awesome partners wrote me and says man of God I am my brother we are donating for one plot hallelujah so we have one plot already and a partner of us giving for half a plot so we are beginning with three plots of land three plots of land so we have one plot and one plot and a half resources has come for a plot and then one and a half plots so and this and I was sharing last stuff there. You miss the service on limiting God. Limiting God. How God gives us great visions and we want to reduce the vision so people can understand or people can, you know, want to limit the vision because we feel, uh, we feel uh, if, I, if the vision is too big to be expressed or explained. And one of the things I, I, I discuss with you, when you hear the voice of God, and you act by the voice. God confirms his word. Yes. Amazingly, we are given, we are given for a plot. So and many more is yet to come. Mm. Many more is yet to come. Mm. Why in our own my one three pool of land? I know someone will be like, hey, man of God, I, I, I heard this teaching. We we believe in investing in lands and agriculture. We want to do something in Nigeria. And people are going to say, yes, I'm going to get, I'm going to get five more plots. Let's add five more. And this is what the wife is going to do. We began with three plots. And someone will emerge from something. Man, but we want to invest in this, in water. And I will share with one of my partner, Brandon, about water. Water is a very important gift of nature. A large amount of us, what we drink is poisonous water, acidic water. So the expensive water people need they can afford it. So we're going to be investing in water, quality water. Hallelujah. So I, I, I know someone will say, man, so yes, I believe in that vision. I'm going to support for clean water. Hallelujah. Food. How about food? Eating organic. A large amount of the things you eat in the market is all chemical. Fertilizer. So people are being killed with chemicals. So how can you live clean? If the food you get in the marketplace is all impure, so you want to live the kingdom life, but the system already cannot allow you to live that life. So we'll build a community where people can be engaged and express this kingdom life through vital kingdom principles of kingdom economy. So this works. This works. With a flash of an eyes, house of Israel, Nigeria headquarters will be before your eyes. I'm telling you, House of Israel, Nigeria headquarter will be erected. To be erected. Erected. 
And then you're going to see people from across the nations of the world flocking into the U.S., from Canada, from Australia, coming to half of Israel, Nigeria, why the revival is, the, is born in, in this place. So those of us who are part of this movement, you live here in Nigeria, be a part now. Don't come in and go. If you stick in now and you are taught and you are impacted and you serve the future, you, you, you know, one of those that say, yes, I walk into that ministry at this point in time. So I'm telling you, I'm challenging you, this ministry has a great vision and a great future. Plant that seed today and your life will not remain the same again. In Yeshua's mighty prayer. In, in April, in April, I'm not going to this announcement, April will be our partnership month. April will be our partnership month, yeah. April will be our partnership month. April will be our partnership month. What we'll do in April is this, we'll be having a Shabbat service, but will be a partnership service. And we'll be, we'll be, we'll be broadcasting that program on Zoom. All of our partners will be informed. They will have access to be on, our, on, on the Zoom network. On the Zoom network. And also, people will be able to subscribe to become partners. And to become a partner with House of Israel doesn't take so much. So you can make a weekly contribution, weekly commitment, monthly or one-time commitment. And there are benefits of being partners. And we are working on resources to give to our partners. For so those who have been faithful in supporting Half of Israel, Nigeria, in April, we have a gift for them. We have a gift for our partners, those who have believed in our vision and have given to us on a partnership month of April. We'll give back to our partners and we'll share with them so far what we've accomplished and what we're yet to accomplish. So we want to have the records of our partners and connect with them through Zoom quarterly. So begin first in April. So have a have hold of contact our partners and also our partners are able to subscribe to our website as a website and then by subscribing they will get update information through their emails so we can keep our partners abreast so by subscribing so this is what we are doing and i believe i believe that this is a groundbreaking time in yeshua's mighty name we pray amen hallelujah this morning i'll be teaching on a very important message that will change your life forever just by your head, say, Father, I receive the word today. As your servant, bring the word. Let your word change my whole life. Let your word change my being. In Yeshua's mighty name, we pray. Amen. And also, for those of us who, for those of us, I know we began this project some time ago, and I think we should connect also with, uh, with you living here all things i feel this we saying is that on once we, once we build our headquarter in the international office will be lists of the names of those who made it happen in Romans 16 paul wrote a list of those who helped him succeed so we're going to have a gold-plated world of the names of everyone who gave what we cried out 
For those who gave to us when we cried out, for those who stood with us when it felt as if all that was was darkness, will imprint their names on the wall, and everything they gave will be on that wall, special wall. So you can also have your name on that wall that you made it happen for half of Israel and Nigeria when they cried out. So I want to give us a chance here for those of us who you're in Nigeria and you're part of this ministry here and you want to be a part of our Beyond Project of acquiring lands. If you've given before, you can give again, once and again. Please just help me share this and give this to them. This is the card. So we can renew our giving towards this project. We already have people committed to give. But you can also convince I want to make this happen. I want to, I want to be a part of supporting when you cry out. Thank you, Father. In Yeshua's name we pray. This morning I'm teaching on love for Yehovah. Love for Yehovah. We are looking at a message titled Love for Yehovah. Turn your Bible with me to Deuteronomy chapter 6. The Tarot 6. The software we're using now to broadcast allows us to, to broadcast on three platforms. Right now, with one platform, with one software, we are broadcasting this service now on our Facebook page, on YouTube, and our, on our personal Facebook address. So from next Shabbat, we shall be able to broadcast on many more platforms. And one thing I want to do also is that the Holy Spirit told me to see, since my, my son, as you as you utilize the internet, focus on sound, sound visual, focus on visual and sound. That is why we want to make sure that when because on my Facebook now, the views on YouTube, the views are increasing. We are having more views. Then the views used to be smaller. Now the views are increasing. People are going on YouTube now to watch. I want to make sure when they come to watch, they are hearing the sound clearly. So that's why I want to invest in sound. And from next week, we'll be buying. Now we're using this now. This was given to us by Brother Daniel Nango. And we have buying other, other, you know microphones that allow us to have clearer sound so as we subscribe to our website and our podcast we can hear what we can hear us clearly so i'm also pursuing quality audio and quality visual so the visual is clear enough so this is what investing in so please let's do this together it's a call to build kingdom amen, amen. So you can also subscribe to our YouTube channel by going on Ndubisi AK. Our YouTube channel is Ndubisi AK. And subscribe to get latest videos. So as, as our teachers are on YouTube, you've got to subscribe to our YouTube channel so you can have access to our, our YouTube videos. YouTube channel Ndubisi AK. Our new website is www.hoinigeria.com. H-O-I-Nigeria.com. Hallelujah. This is about six. I'm teaching this morning on love for Yehovah. 
love for Yehovah. Love for Yehovah. From verse 1. Deuteronomy 6 from verse 1. Now these are the commandments, the status, and the judgment which Yehovah, your Elohim, commanded to teach you. That ye might do them in the land whither ye go to possess it. That thou mightest fear Yehovah the Elohim to keep all his status and his commandments, which I command thee, thou and thy son, and thy son's son, all the days of thy life, and that thy days may prolong. Hear therefore, O Israel, and observe to do it, that it may be well with thee, and that he might increase mightily, as Jehovah Elohim of thy fathers hath promised thee, in the land that floweth with milk and honey. Hear, O Israel, Jehovah our Elohim is one, and thou shalt love, verse 5, and thou shalt love Jehovah thy Elohim with all thy heart, and with all thy soul, and with all thy mind. Verse 6, and these words which I command thee this day shall be in thy heart, and thou shalt teach them diligently unto thy children, and shalt talk of them when thou sittest in that house, and when thou walkest by the way, and when thou liest down, and when thou risest up. And thou shalt bind them for a sign upon thy hand, and they shall be as frontlet between thy eyes. And thou shalt write them upon the post of thy house, and on thy gates. Verse 10. And shall be when Jehovah the Elohim shall have brought thee into the land which he swore unto thy fathers, to Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob, to give thee great and goodly cities, which thou buildest not, houses full of all good things, which thou feedest, fillest not, and wells digged, which thou diggest not, vineyard and olive trees, which thou plantest not. When thou shalt eat and be full, verse 12, and then beware lest thou forget Jehovah, which brought thee forth out of the land of Egypt, from the house of bondage. Verse 13, thou shalt fear Jehovah the Elohim, and serve him, and shalt and shall swear by his name. Verse 14, ye shall not go after other gods of the gods of the people which are round about you. For Jehovah the Elohim is a jealous Elohim among you. Lest the anger of Jehovah the Elohim be kindled against thee and destroy thee from the face of the earth. Ye shall not tempt Jehovah your Elohim as ye tempted him in Massa. Ye shall diligently keep the commandments of Jehovah your Elohim and his testimonies and his status which he hath commanded thee. And thou shalt do that which is and thou shalt do that which is right and good in the sight of Jehovah, that it may be well with thee. And thou mayest go in and possess the good land which Jehovah swore unto thy fathers to cast out all thy enemies from before thee, as Jehovah had spoken. Saying this morning, I'm sharing with you a message titled The Love for Jehovah. Love for Jehovah. In this chapter in Deuteronomy, we discover something so powerful. 
that love for Jehovah is a secret. Is a secret or is a master key to the world of fortune. Is a master key to the realms of divine achievement. The love for Jehovah is a door opener to all doors the enemy has locked against us. And this love of Jehovah is a command. The command to love Jehovah with all thy heart, all thy soul, and all thy mind. But to challenge us further, I'm going to show something in Matthew. Let's Matthew. Matthew. 22. Matthew 22. Matthew chapter 22. From verse 34. Matthew 22 from verse 34. We've read Deuteronomy chapter 6 verse 5 where we saw that we shall love, thou shalt love Jehovah thy Elohim with all thy might, all thy strength, all thy ability, it shall be used to love Jehovah. Now look at Matthew 22 from verse 34. Matthew 22 from verse 34. But when the Pharisee had heard that he had put the Sadducees to silence, they were gathered together. Then one of them, which was a lawyer, asked him a question, tempting him and saying, Master, which is the greatest commandment in the law in the Torah? Which instructions mean so much? We know that the Torah, the law contains, is the instruction of Jehovah. We know there are commandments in the law. But of all these commands, Yeshua, which one do you think matters the most? Which one is life shaping? So, first for this Pharisee, he wanted to tempt Yeshua. Because there are so many commandments in Torah. So, which one was Yeshua going to pick? Was the most vital or the most essential? So, he asked him, which is the greatest commandment in the law? Which one means so much? Which is more life shaping? Which one is the foundation of our spirituality? Verse 7. Yeshua said unto him, quoting. Deuteronomy 6 verse 5. Thou shalt love Jehovah thy Elohim with all thine heart and with all thy soul and with all thy mind. This, thy eight, this, this, this commandment is the first. <laughs> The precursor. This one is the precursor. That if I want to live a life of obedience to commandment, say this is a first. This one is a, this one is a door opener. <clears throat> so for us to abide by the other commandments, there's the first chief commandment that opens the door that makes every other commandment not a body but a joy. So this one is a first and great commandment. I love that. Is the first and great. This is amazing that this one is the first and a great commandment. So I said this one is the foundation of your spirituality. 
until you can love Yehovah your Elohim with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind, you are not spiritual. You can memorize scriptures, you can attend Shabbat service, you can pray, you can do all of those religious things people do, but yet you are not spiritual. The foundation of spirituality is when the heart of a man is wholeheartedly involved in his God. This is a deep place of call. Since you shall love Jehovah and Elohim with all, with all, with all your hearts, not part of your heart, with all your heart. I saw, I saw a video on a video on Facebook of a young man who wanted to propose marriage to a girl publicly. The guy knelt down before the girl, the lady, and said, Will you marry me openly? And the girl slapped him and said to him, Can you give me, can you give me children? Can you give me a child? And the girl publicly refused his proposal. The guy began, begins to weep and say, I Hear what the guy said. You've seen the video. I exchanged my manhood. In other words, he gave his manhood as a sacrifice for the girl. Ritual. His manhood. That means he can never put seed in the guest's womb. He can never impregnate. He can never have a child. So now what? For the love he had for the girl. He wanted to be with her. He wanted her so much, he exchanged his manhood for ritual, for money, so he can give her all she wants. And when the time came for her to be to say, I want to be with you forever, he said, no. <laughs> Again, you exchange your manhood for fortune, for now rejects you, she said, because you can't give me a child. Look at the nature of kind of love. Can I love pays the price? If can I love can give up something, say it. How much more love for Elohim? Until we come to the place where the first and the greatest commandment becomes the force of our being, we cannot experience all the goodness, all the plans, all the blessings that Jehovah has in store for us. So Matthew 22, verse 38, Yeshua said, this is the first and great commandment, 39, and the second is like unto it, thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. Verse 40, on these two commandments hangs all the law and the prophets. It hinges. So all the law and the prophets, or as you hold on to the Old Testament, as you hold on to scriptures, it says the hinge upon which all of this is held is these two commandments. That means loving Yehovah is a foundation of spirituality. 
Love is so it hinges on it. Your spiritual life hinges on it. Your blessing hinges on it. On it hangs. Your blessings hangs on this. Your fulfillment hangs on this. Your spirituality hangs on these two commandments. Loving Jehovah. On it hangs all the law and the prophets. Incredible. And how do we begin? How do we begin, saints? For me, it's a lifelong journey so far of loving Jehovah. Because they are daily, I fight daily battle of staying in love with God. I make sure carnality does not invade my love. I make sure I'm in a place where I can put away anything that comes against my love for Jehovah. The devil knows this is the first and the greatest. That is the area he will attack the most. He will give you religion. But in your heart, you will never love Jehovah. Your love for him will partial contact. It will be based on sentiment on what you can get from him. It will be based on transaction and contracts. It will be based on covenant. And I had a friend tell me that contract is based on distrust. Why do people sign contracts? Because of the possibility of distrust. Of distrust. So they sign contracts. So why do you sign contract because of the possibility of distrust? But covenant is not based on distrust. Covenant is built on relationship. So when we come into covenant, it is not based on distrust. Now, when I got married to my wife, it was not a contract. But it took contract marriage in Europe. Because why? I know if I help you, you may run away. So I sign a contract. So if you run away or violate the contract, then you will pay the penalty. So there's contract marriage and there's covenant marriage. So the love principle is built on covenant, not contracts. For many people, their love for Elohim is contractual. It's a contract. But the patriarchal love we see in scripture is a covenant love. It is two parties. Elohim and his people coming into covenant relationship, which marriage is one of the principal or chief expression of what this covenant with Jehovah looks like. Contract is built on the possibility of mistrust. Covenant is relationship. So people enter into contracts, but not covenants. But not covenant. So Yahweh says the first and the greatest commandment is to love Yahweh, your Elohim, with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. That means covenant. Because you can't tell me that loving Yahweh with all my heart, all my soul, all my mind is not covenant. It's covenant. Because that means there's no backing out. That means there's no cheating. That means there's no breaking away. There's no infidelity. There's no second party. It's me and Elohim. It means marriage. 
to love him with all your heart means you are one with him. It means covenant relationship. It is on the basis of this that he blesses. Jehovah does not bless contracts. He blesses covenants. That is why many are in Torah and they are poor. They are sick. Why? Jehovah is committed to covenants, not to contracts. Until you break away from this contract mentality and enter into covenanted love. Saints, we are speaking about covenanted love. So when I got married to my wife and we came in by, co by covenants, not contracts, what happens? We become one. So in covenant love, when you come into it with Jehovah, you become one with Jehovah. What happens? When I got married to my wife, my wife used to have the son name. She bore the son name of her father, Mr. Epele. So you call my wife Deborah Epele. So when my wife came into covenant marital union with me, she suspended her father's name, even though the father gave birth to her. This is how powerful covenant can be. She suspended the name of the man who bore her to take on the name of the man she has entered covenant with. When you enter this relationship with Elohim, he surnames you. He starts calling you by his name. You not be his son name. The name of Elohim becomes your name. He surnames you. In that regard, he begins to work for your sake. Jehovah becomes obligated and committed to your life. And you are equally committed to this love relationship. And as you stay faithful to this love relationship, not walking in infidelity towards false idols, seeking other means, trusting in your job, in politics, in government, in parents. Because why? This love relationship with God will separate you from society. This love relationship with Jehovah will separate you from politics. This love relationship with Jehovah will separate you from people. He told his people who were in love relationship with him, you cannot marry other nations. Why? It's the love of Elohim separate people. You can't even go after other gods. Why? The love covenant with Jehovah separates that from happening for you. For you. It is when you are not so you, you have not found him sufficient enough. And when you are a whoremonger, you start saying, I love Jehovah. But in the secret place, you still fear, you trust in idols, you meet, you go to shrines, to temple, to false prophet, you still sneak around looking for who to pray for you. Because why? You are seeking contracts. And many of you watching me and you are, you are here, you have made contact with idols. You've made contact with idols. You run after strange gods. Why? It is based on this selfishness. You know what? I want a child. You go find an idol. I say, you know what? Take this money. 
pray for me and they sprinkle water on you and they do all forms of things for you why you want contrast relationship so when the idol gives you the child you pay some penny you pay some naira you pay some dollar or you never you are never in covenant relationship as in a unity and a union and a relationship with that idol is a contract so this is a key the foundation for his blessing is that we must walk in his love come on say it get in love with him that means anyone who is not loving God is not permitted to be your close friend. I don't have friends. I say, my relationship is too small. It has, it has gotten so small. You know why? I love Yahweh so much. The only conversation that I can have with people that will take a long while is not politics. It's not music. It's not sports. The only conversation I can have with people is a conversation that involves loving Jehovah and doing his will how can you be in a relationship with people who don't love Jehovah they don't love Jehovah. You, 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 you say you, they are friends friends with someone doesn't love Jehovah you are in marital union with someone who doesn't love Jehovah you are definitely a girl a sister a brother who does not love Jehovah you are setting yourself up for destruction. Why? They will pull you out. They will pull you into lukewarmness or pull you into, into their own idol, but they will pull you away from your own Elohim. So you must make up your mind. Let those around you know, I love, I have an Elohim whom I love with all my heart, all my soul, and all my mind. If you're going to be my wife, here is it, here is it. You must equally love Jehovah. If you're going to be my friend, you must equally love Jehovah. If not, we have nothing to discuss. We have nothing to discuss. Why? You don't love him, you hate him. Loving Jehovah. Is a first and a great commandment. Upon it hinges, hangs the law and the prophet is a full stop of the Torah. I'm law, loving Jehovah. If I know the law and know the prophets, but do not love Jehovah, I hang in vanity. My confession is in vain. Many know the scriptures, they can recite it, they can pray it, but there's no love for Jehovah. It becomes mechanical law. It becomes trying to use it. God, our Elohim, is super intelligent. He's not a fool. He knows those who are his. So the foundation of Jehovah stands sure. Having this seal, Jehovah knows those who are his. He's not a fool. You don't love him and you want his blessings. How does that happen? So we're dealing with loving Jehovah with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind. That means it's an 
all-inclusive dimensions. So, for this hangs the law and the prophets. Now, let's return back to Deuteronomy chapter 6. Deuteronomy 6. Deuteronomy chapter 6. Hallelujah. From verse 1, let's look again from verse 1 to 5. This element was 6 from verse 1 to 5. Now, these are the commandments, the status, and the judgment which Yehovah your Elohim commanded to teach you, that ye might do them in the land whither ye go to possess it. That thou mightest fear Yehovah the Elohim to keep all his status and his commandments. Which I command thee, thou and thy children and thy son's son, all the days of thy life, that thy that they that, that thy days may be prolonged. Hear therefore, O Israel, and observe to do it, that it may be well with thee, and that ye may increase mightily as Jehovah Elohim of thy fathers hath promised thee in the land that floweth with milk and honey. Hear, O Israel, Jehovah. Our Elohim is one. Shema this Israel. Jehovah, our Elohim is one. Thou shalt love. Come on. Thou shalt love. Thou shalt love. Jehovah, the Elohim, with all. With all thy heart. All thy soul. And what again? All thy what? All thy mind, strength. <laughs> Think about this. If you ever love your wife this way, <laughs> she will one day ask, This love, she, she will sing you a song, she will write you an album. Because this, this is a desperate love. I love Jehovah with all my heart, all my soul, my affection, my will, my intellect, my imagination, with all my soul. And it's not all with all my mind. That means the love is first inward. That's the heart. The, the love is what? Inward. Secondly, the love is what? Psychological. And then the love is finally physical. Outward mind. The love is internal in your hearts. The love is now in your soul. It's in your thought, your imagination, your will, your intellect. Eventually, it will not express itself in your mind. In your mind. So this love cannot be hidden. We can test if you have this love. We can check if you have this love. We can check if you have this love. Until this love manifests through you, Jehovah is limited in his capability or capacity in what he can do through you. So I said, the love of God is a secret to revival. Until this love 
for Elohim is expressed through you. Yehovah is limited in his capability and capacity in what he can do through you. He would test for this love. He will put you in circumstance to reveal if his love is there. He will bring you through wilderness, persecution, suffering, pain to reveal if this love is there. And for many of us, when we face pains and trials, oh, it exposes we never had this love. We are just contractual lovers, not covenant lovers. When I lost my mom, my mom died. I didn't question Jehovah. I moved on in love with Jehovah. If I lose my health, I will move on with Jehovah. Whatever I lose, I move on with Jehovah. If my business does not succeed, I will move on with Jehovah. If my ministry does not become what I ever envision it to be, I will move on with Jehovah. Why? This love for Jehovah is not hinged on circumstances around me. This love is, is a deep love that it has all my heart. I'm only involved in it. If, my, if no one shows up in my business, I can shut down business for this love. The commandment, all other commandment becomes a delight when this love, this chief commandment is principal control of your heart. There's nothing you cannot withhold if this love is in view. This love is a litmus test for spirituality. Until you pass a stage of, or you pass a test of this love, you can't grow further. You are, you, you are, you are hot. You can't move past the class of the spirit. The class you must pass first if you will grow in Elohim into the class of love for Jehovah. And if he keeps asking you for this love and you keep rejecting this love, he can't use it. After his resurrection, Yeshua met Peter and asked him a question. Not, do you have a job? Not, do you have finances? Not, are you educated? Yeshua asked Peter, do you love me? That's the question Yeshua asked Peter, do you love me? Phileo, do you love me? Do you love me? He began with, do you love me, Agape? Do you love me, Agape? Peter became so annoyed. I asked him, Peter, do you phileo me? He responds, Yeshua, you know I like you. He says, no, not like, do you love me? This is a foundation for every ministry. If you don't love him with all your heart, you can't even walk with him. He asks Peter, do you love me? Why is he looking for our love? When he can love himself. Our love trills him. He, he's a jealous Elohim. He wants to be loved. He wants our love. And when he finds this love in a man, he has found a man whom through he can shape history. 
So when Abraham began his journey with Elohim, we got kind of, I'm not going to take you through the, 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 the chapter, but um, find it out for yourself. When Abraham began his journey with Elohim, Abraham wanted desperately a son, an heir. Elohim blessed Abraham so much in Siva, in God, in cattle. But Abraham had one need and one challenge. Abraham wanted a son all his life. The wife, Sarah, could not give him a son. After many years, times were going, and Abraham was in a dilemma of will I die without an heir? Elohim responds by giving Abraham a son called Isaac. Isaac loved, Abraham loved Isaac so much. This was his dream come true. But one day, Jehovah appears to Abraham and gives him a word to test this love. Abraham, 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 give me your son. Your only son, because why? I know you have an Ishmael somewhere that in your mind you can quickly act as if you're not hearing me and give me Ishmael. And this is how we are many times. When he asks for this, when he demands an offering, he demands a sacrifice, he demands a commitment. What do we do? We find the mediocrity, we find the lesser, we find the unneedful, and we offer to God. But when he asked Abraham for his one and only son, Isaac, very early the next day, Abraham does not discuss the matter with the wife or with his son or with his servant. If it was you, I'm sure you won't have a sleep that night because you're, you're pondering your mind, oh, how will tomorrow be? Tomorrow is going to be a very difficult day. Tomorrow will be a very long day for you. Very early in the morning, Abraham took his son Isaac and begins to sojourn to the mountain of Moriah. He gets down there and ties the boy. And Abraham is about to give up what he loves for who he loves. Abraham gives up what he loves for who he loves. You must give up what you love for who you love. And that's it, Johnny will discuss it this morning. Until you can give up what you love for who you love, who you love cannot express his fullest potential and blessings through your life. Pam is about to kill the son. And Elohim screams from heaven, Abraham, 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 now I know you love me. Now I know you fear me. And that point became for Abraham the beginning of beginnings. The beginning of your beginnings is the day you give up what you love for who you love. You can keep faking this thing and keep jumping up and down and telling yourself, you know what, I pray nothing happened. I'm just, I'm, I, lack, I don't have faith. I don't have anointing. The day you give up what you love for who you love, anointing will soak like fire. The day you surrender, the day you know the potential in you. High flyers and men who have surrendered what they love for who they love. Ask all the pigs that they gave up something on the altar of sacrifice. They gave up what they love for who they love. Abraham discovered that at the point where I give up what I love for who I love, I step into kingdom greatness. Kingdom greatness. 
So I'm going to show you one more character in scriptures and they will pray. My, my desire for you this morning as you receive this message is you will do something about it. Turn your Bibles with me to First Kings, First Kings chapter 3. First Kings chapter 3. First Kings 3. Hallelujah. First Kings 3 from verse from verse 1. And Solomon was and, and Solomon was and Solomon made affinity with Pharaoh, king of Egypt, and took Pharaoh's daughter and brought her into the city of David until he had made an end of building his own house, and the house of Jehovah, and the wall of Jerusalem round about. Only the people sacrificed in high places because there was no house built unto the name of Jehovah until those days. Verse 3. First Kings 3 verse 3. And Solomon loved Jehovah. And Solomon loved Jehovah walking in the status of David his father. Only he sacrificed and burnt incense in high places. And the king went to Gibeon to sacrifice there, for that was a great high place. A thousand burnt offering did Solomon offer upon that altar. In Gibeon, Jehovah appeared to Solomon in a dream by night. And Elohim said, Ask what I shall give to thee. Verse 6. And Solomon said, Thou hast shown unto thy servant David, my father, great mercy, according as he walked before thee in truth and in righteousness and in uprightness of heart with thee. And thou hast kept for him this great kindness, that thou hast given him a son to sit on his throne as it is this day. And now, O Jehovah, my Elohim, already first kings, Three, I'm lying in verse seven. And now, O Jehovah my Elohim, thou hast made thy servant king instead of David my father. And I am but a little child, I know not how to go out or come in. And thy servant is in the midst of my thy people, which thou hast chosen, a great people that cannot be numbered or counted for multitude. Verse 9. Therefore, give therefore thy servant. And understanding heart to judge thy people that I may discern between good and, and bad. For who is able to judge this, this thy so great a people? And the speech pleased Jehovah that Solomon had asked this one thing. And Elohim said unto him, Because thou hast asked this thing and hast not asked for thyself long life, neither hast thou asked riches for thyself. Now has asked the life of thine enemies, but has asked for thine understanding to discern judgments. <coughs> Behold, I have done according to thy words. Lo, I give thee a wise and understanding heart, 
so that there was none like thee or before thee. Neither shall this, neither shall any rise like unto thee. And I, and I have also given thee that which thou hast not asked, both riches and honor, so that there shall not be any among the kings like unto thee in all thy days. And if thou walk in my ways to keep my status and my commandments as thy father David did walk, then I will lengthen thy days. And Solomon walked. Behold, it was a dream. And he came to Jerusalem and stood before the ark of the covenant of Jehovah and offered upborn offerings and offered peace offering and made a feast to all his servants. Verse 16. Then came there two women that were hallowed unto the king and stood before him. And the one woman said, Oh my Lord, I and this woman dwell in one house. And I was delivered of a child with her in the house. And it came to pass the third day after that I was delivered, that this woman was delivered also. And we were together. There was no stranger with us in the house, save the two of us. And this woman's child died in the night because she overlaid it. And she arose at midnight and took my son from beside me while the handmaid slept and laid it in her bosom and laid her dead child in my own bosom. And when I rose in the morning to give my child soul, behold, it was dead. But when I had considered it in the morning, behold, it was not my son, which I did bear. And the woman said, Nay, but the living is my son, and the death, dead is thy, is thy son. And this said, No, but the dead is thy son, and the living is my son. Thou the speak before the king. Then said Solomon, the one said, This is my son that liveth, and thy son is the dead. And the other said, Nay, but thy son is the dead, and my son is the living. And the king said, Bring me a sword. And they brought a sword before the king. And the king said, Divide the living child in two, and give one to the one and half to the other. Then spake the woman whose the living child was, was unto the king. For these bowels yearned upon my son. And she said, Oh my Lord, give her the living child. I know why slay it. But the other said, Let it be thine. Not, not mine, but divide it. Kill the child. Then the king answered and said, Give her the living child. I know why slay it. She is the mother thereof. And all Israel heard of the judgment which the king has judged. And they feared the king, for they saw the wisdom of Elohim was in him to do judgment. Amen. Look at this story. The foundation for the insights of Solomon came in a place of deep love. Unknown to him, a crisis was in the future. If he had not in his love, given the sacrifice, we're told here that Solomon offered sacrifice of a thousand burnt offering. 
upon the altar. It's like Elohim, if sacrifice is what you need, boy, how much do we have? Bring all he has, he needs, and they brought a thousand bought offering. No king has ever thought of that before. <laughs> he was so in love. In his mind was, what would I do for this God I love, this Elohim? Then Solomon offers a thousand bought offering. Motivated by his deep love. Don't, don't forget, he was not being contractual. He was not after anything. Not wealth, not riches, not even the life of his enemy. So for that, what was the foundation of his sacrifice? Love. Because in his request, God says that Solomon did not even ask for the life of his enemy or for riches. So why is he giving so much? Why is he giving so much if he's not after benefits? Love for Jehovah. The Solomon loved Jehovah. Walking in the status of his father David, he loved Jehovah. This love inspired his giving to Jehovah. As a result, Elohim appears to him in a dream. He falls asleep. And the visions come up at the night, and Elohim begins to impact into Solomon understanding. Oh, Elohim, thank you. He impacted this man understanding. Breath of insight. And honor. You know what honor is? To be highly esteemed. That means when, when Solomon walks into your place, people don't esteem him. Honor is powerful. You may not have a dime in your pocket. You enter a place and you say, hey, I want that stuff. And I don't ask you. You know, one time, one time, I and my wife went somewhere. I don't know if she can recall to buy to buy something. And we tried, it was very expensive. We tried, we tried to do a transfer to pay. It didn't go through. And the man says, You can go. He does not know me. It's our first time. So you can go. I know. I said, do you want to have honor? You can go. I said, I know you send it. He does not know me. Honor compels him. There's a guy who also do things for us. I walk into places where I'm not known, and the honor speaks. You can go. Okay, let this man enter. I go to places where, let this man enter. They show the dog is somebody else. And it's my first time. Honor speaks. Say, I will put upon you Riches and honor. Honor makes you preferred. It gives you access to preferential treatment. If God puts honor in your business, people want to do business with you. They will leave 10 shops, 10 other boutiques, and they'll find themselves walking down to your own shop. Why? They can tell. God's honor brings them your direction. Hallelujah. It's called honor. So I will give you riches and honor. The honor we command riches. <laughs> Say, go, you can go. He does not know me. I've not preached a sermon. He sees the honor of God and respects the honor. So Elohim puts honor upon Solomon. Why? The love of Jehovah was upon his life. 
telling you sins. This is so important. Some of you think, um, uh, I don't have money. I don't have a, a, a helper. I don't have a advice survive. People begin to do wrong things, thinking life is so difficult. No, if God puts honor upon you, the honor of God will cause someone to call you as a brother called. What do you need? A shop? Take a shop. What do you need to stop the shop? You want a thousand shoes? Take a thousand shoes. What do I give you? He says, no, don't pay me. Just go and do it. Honor will let people, people walk into your life and support you to start something without even asking for a grant of form. Hallelujah. They will ask. The honor is there. Mm. The honor is a grant of form. The need is a reference. They just can testify that this man is honest. And you've not met them before. They can discern this man is it would run away. God has placed upon you honor. 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 And with your honor, as you grow in honor, you grow in riches. So honor brings more riches to you. That is why, if you look at the story of Solomon. Kings were leaving their kingdom and they were joining towards Solomon's kingdom. When they came to Solomon's kingdom, they brought sheaves of gold. They were bringing things for Solomon. Honor compels men to travel down to find you. Honor compels them to want to hear your sermon. When you preach a sermon, I heard your sermon. I, no, I was saying, saying to my wife, <laughs> you know, this is, this is you know, there, there are stages, no doubt. There are stages. There are times when you begin and only few people hear you and then you pop in and pop out and they don't stay. But right now, there are people right now who 4 a.m., 2 a.m., 1 a.m. are watching us. And they will stay all through. And God is saying to us, the honor will put upon this ministry. Just watch your time. It won't be manipulating people or giving people things to make them stay. The honor of God will pull them in and they will sit down. And they will listen until the sermon ends. And the next service, they will show up before I show up. As I show up, they are already there seated, waiting to hear the word. It's called the honor of God. It is given on the platform of humility. It's not a boast. It's just to show you how it works. So Elohim gives Solomon riches and honor. Why? Solomon loves Jehovah. What becomes the result of that? I'll tell you. Two women, each of them had babies. They were in the same room. So one carelessly sleeps and falls upon her son and she kills her son. And when she walks up, woke up, she took one of the of the child and took and changed and exchanged. He took the child of the, the child of the living woman and then gave the other woman her own dead child. When the issue came before the king, because at night in this by the king had true love given the sacrifice that activated the grace of God upon his life. And this is how it works. 
You don't know what lies in your future. There are judgments you must make in the future that will decide if people will respect you or not. If the king had made a mess in this case, that was I fooled the king. <laughs> I exchanged my own son, and the king does not even know. Yeah, yeah, king. He calls himself a king, and I deceive him. The king, by the mastery of divine wisdom, given to love for Jehovah. Look at the matter. You said it's your own. You said the child is yours. Okay, bring a knife. Bring knife. Cut the child to give them, give them half half. That crafty woman does not even know what the king is doing, was setting off this woman. And if you the story looks so obvious now, but if you're at that point, then you won't know what the king was doing. And then the real mom, so he knew as a king, the real mom will manifest deep level affection. The real mom says, You know what? Don't even give me the child, give her. The fake mom say, hey, cut the child, cut the child, cut the child, keep her half, keep her half. Let's end this matter, sir. I you see people who are, they are lying on, let's destroy everything. They want to destroy everything. The king says, give the child to that woman. Everyone, everyone fails. Hey! He says, from that point on, Solomon ends respect. <laughs> he ends respect. Sound judgment ends your respect. <laughs> Look, foolish decision. Making foolish decision, you will not have respect. So this sound judgment is gotten in the place of this great commandment, which is the first and the greatest. If you begin to respond to this great commandment, you are on your way to the world of fortune. So the insight Solomon used to outsmart this woman was the same thing he used to grow his business. So Solomon did not just use his wisdom to outsmart this crafty woman. The same wisdom became implemented in his business to make customer come. He knows when there is, so he can use that same wisdom he has gotten to grow business. So it was this wisdom he was manifesting his, in his economy, in his spiritual life, and Solomon became the richest. If he can outsmart this woman, then he can succeed in any business enterprise. No competitor can ever defeat Solomon. If you go into the same trade with Solomon, he will beat your hands down. Before long, every king of a nation fears Solomon. Said, Let's not go to war. He became a man of peace. No more war. Because if you attempt to strike this man, mm. before you start thinking of your plan, <laughs> you are finished. Yeah, yeah, smart, smart. yeah, smart you are smart. You are smart. <laughs> I'm telling you, he has you. He knows what you're thinking. He knows how your weapon will work. So you can't even know if this man is not blindsided. You can't hear him. As a result, kings 
We are bringing sheep down to Jerusalem. All of you. Take bless. No, don't fight us. They were selling teeth on him. And this is a secret. I share with you today, saints. It will give you sound judgment. It will elevate you. Hallelujah. Now let me show you something else as we go. How about David? Now come with me to Psalm 119. Psalm 119 as a, as a random. Psalm 119. Psalm 119. Psalm 119. Verse 97. Psalms 119, verse 97. Psalms 119, verse 97. Oh, how I love the Lord. I love. <laughs> how I love the Lord. It is my meditation all day. <laughs> See that Psalm 197, verse 97. Says, How I love thy law, it is my meditation, my insights, my imagination, my thinking all day. Verse 8. Thou through thy commandments hath made me wiser than my enemies. Verse 1. For they are ever with me. So, how do you ask them? They are ever with me. I have more understanding than all my teachers. You don't have a child who sends you to the school, you are stupid. You can't even understand what they are being taught in school. You say you are dull. How dare you say you are dull? You should be super intelligent. You should have sense and brains, good working brains, like Solomon, like David, the patriarch, good working brains in your business. So you can develop things, softwares, applications in your business. Think of things you can develop. He has called you into the marketplace. Develop yourself. Through this master wisdom that comes through his commandments. You may start small. We know there's times and stages of smallness. Smallness does not mean stagnation. Smallness means we are beginning. But in that smallness, the wisdom that is given from divine law for God will eventually, through his commandment, give you the wisdom to be more better than your enemies or your competitors. So when you begin to value the wisdom of Jehovah and you begin to love Jehovah, you are on your way to divine wisdom. Eventually, he starts telling you what to do now. If you do this now, this will happen. He starts leading you in stages and then in that stages you start having growth but if you just find yourself tight 
you are not in any stages. You are always in one place. You are stuck. No movement. No progress. No advancement. No change. Check out your love for Jehovah. Check out if your love is contractual or is a covenant love. Because every genuine covenant lover of Elohim have access to the treasury of God. See what it says, verse 99. Psalm 119, verse 97, 99, 99. I have more. Look at it. More understanding than all my teachers. Oh, your testimonies are my meditation. Don't forget what he began to say. He said, I, oh, how I love your love. It is the love. The love is a driving force for his greatness. But 100, Psalm 119, verse 100. See what it says, bro. Can you help me read verse 100? I understand more than the ancient mm. because I keep thy precept. Can you imagine that? I understand more than the ancients. I don't need historians, archaeologists, or canal researchers. I understand more than the ancients. Why? Your precepts precedes the wisdom of the ancients. Your wisdom precedes the wisdom of the scholars. Your wisdom precedes or your precept precedes. It overacts the knowledge of scientists. I understand more than the ancients because I keep their precepts. And with this, I stop for today. I stop for today. I'm not going to teach and preach and preach and preach to get your attention or to get to buy it what I'm saying. If you say yes to this message, I assure you A life of fortune, a life of wealth, a life of significant purpose awaits you. The love for God is what makes high flyers in the kingdom. Let's bow our heads right now. Say, Father, thank you. Praise say, Father, thank you for your word. I receive your word. I receive your word. I receive your word right now. As we go into times of questions and contribution, I pray someone who have been touched with this message. I know sometimes we ask people to make contribution and, and, and they, don't, they don't have what to say. Because they are sleeping. They don't know what we're talking about. This is a message you can implement and find your way out of poverty. A message that will change your life. 
I pray someone will ask have a question in their heart today. Say, how oh, so how do I begin to do this? How do I begin? How do I start from? What do I some will see a need to make to make an adjustment? Her repentance will be born in our midst tonight, this morning. We pray, oh God, that you impart in us your divine love. A love for you that is so great and deep that we can make sacrifices for you like Abraham made, like Solomon made. Oh, no benefits attached. I want a love that is not contractual, but a love that is covenantal. I pray over you cause us to become carriers of revival. Just like Solomon, David, Abraham, and men who love you became carriers of revival in their nations, in the world, in their family. Where they found themselves, they were carriers of revival. Let someone live here become a carrier of revival in their business, in the marketplace. Let someone be blessed with finances to accomplish that divine assignment. Let someone's life change as they implement this message today. We thank you, Father, in Yeshua's most precious name. Amen. Hallelujah. Before we go into the into offering, I'm going to make room for questions and for contribution. So mind you, we have our partners, friends who are watching the to, to, our, to our platform, so you will just make your voice loud and then so you can be a blessed for someone. Please help me pass this across. Questions? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Man of God, I just thank you with the love of your in my heart. I pray that God Almighty, whoever in heaven, will strengthen you, continue reaching you with his words, able to reach the people, that those who miss their way may regain it, and know there's no other way but the word of Europa in Joshua's name. One of God, you know, I, I, I attentively listening to you, the first someone which come from Deuteronomy chapter 6 from 1, when the word was telling us that we should love the Lord with all our hearts, I was pondering upon that word. And I found that loving God with all our hearts need to pay attention to give all to him. And it's not an easy thing. When we are working in the flesh, it's very, very hard to, to do the will of Jehovah. Mm -hmm. But I found that doing the will of God, you need to carry him along. We need to be imitation. Hallelujah. Amen. So please, man of God, yeah, you you talked about the the you know the, the headquarters center of the House of Israel in Lagos, and the, I I really happy that people that are touched that are giving. My brother, I don't need to I don't need to exaggerate or make any noise. Please also input my name. I will make sure that anyhow it will cost me. I will make sure that I I got a half of cloth of. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! Joshua told us, he said, where your treasure is, that is where your heart will be. He said, don't show your the athletes in the things of the flesh. I have money in their banks. We are all, neither teeth can broke. That's the word very powerful. When I remember that word, I said, I better show my teeth. He said, because when you give up there, when you give up here, he said, we beat it forever. He said, show your earthly treasure. Which is money, whatever you have, so it in the things of God. And they say you, you, you will never regret it. He said, neither mood, raw rust will take it, or thieves. Hallelujah. 
So, man of God, the, the worry you touch this most, you know, is when, when, when the place we read concerning Solomon. He said, and Solomon loved the Lord. He gave. Please believe me, I've been, I've been, you know, I've been, I've been, I've been thinking, I've been, you know, I've been giving thought of giving, 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 giving. You know, when we talk about giving, I say, this giving all the time. But I found that there's no other way somebody will make it. They say, and when you're giving, you need to love the Lord. If you didn't love the Lord and you are giving, you are giving away waste. If we find that that uh, Matthew chapter 23, verse 23, where, where you you, you try, tell the people, he said to them, he said, Yes, he said, he said the people said that hypocrites, he said that they are very careful to pay time and they left the weightier matter, which is justice, love, and faith. So when the, when we talk about giving, we need to know that we are giving to the to, 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 to Almighty. And giving you need to come from a heart. You need to come with a pure heart. You need to come with it and giving it not for human being. Now you talk about the the, the red quarter. So the giving, those giving should be for the heart. And you give it to don't look, don't look at the you should not look onto onto, onto humanity. Praise the Lord. Okay, and you and you also you also talked about about the about it. Psalm Psalm 119. We started from 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 I think uh, 97. Where he said, Oh Lord, I thy Lord. It is my meditation all the day long. That word means a lot. You say the Lord. So that's the kind of thing the Lord, the, 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 the Lord wants from us. The Lord wants us to meditate the word. That's what you say, oh Israel, you should write the, the, the word in the top of your heart. You should write it there. So remember to teach your children, children. It's all this is what delight, delight the Lord of us to favor us as to say it. One of God. Look at look at look at look at when look at when God gave a give a Give the word who is this, uh, Mr. Uh, um, sorry, Noah. We're going to give, give the, uh, a tax. Look at the way the, uh, the, the, the man did the tax. And not all about the tax. What happened? Look at the way the man standing by the side, by, by, by the side, by the, by the door of the, of the, of the, of the ark. And the favor of God we are talking about commanded those animals two by two. It doesn't come by themselves. Just as you said. I, believe me, I was putting up and that, those doses. How can those things come? So when we have when we have the, the favor of God, if you command things to us, this thing happens to me. The shop I am, you want the Lord have been, when the Lord has been talking to me, I say no, I have to listen to Lord. And what happened? The favor calls me. Somebody gave me a shop, gave me money, gave me an apartment. That's how I started my life. You see what you see what favor can do on someone's life, my brother. So uh, believe me, I'm shedding tears. The word I heard from you, I'm really, you're causing me to shed tears. And the fact, the fact, if you mean men, I didn't, I didn't plan to make it, but the taste of Jehovah, he told you to use the human sense. He said, Proverbs chapter 3, verse 5 and 6. He said, it should exist from your own understanding. He said, it should exist from your knowledge. He said, all you do, do what? Acknowledge me first, and I will direct your path. He said, you should put your, your, your first income so that you have bumpers full of your. Of your, of, your, of, your, of, your, of your treasure. Hallelujah. So, man of God, and this hundred, we need hundred, and understand more than the ancient, because I can't I present. If you, if you also see that number, number 99, I have more understanding, more than all my teachers. Imagine, how can someone have understanding more than the people that are teaching you? Oh. <laughs> For that testimony, I want, I have my meditation all the day long. Man of God, I cry that Almighty. To help us, let the world be our meditation. All we have is in Him. He said, In Him we live, in Him we move, and Him we drive our beings. So, what we need is, is the is the world. There's no, nothing you can do by the flesh. Hallelujah. Amen. 
He said he's the one that made us, not we ourselves. So you know whatever you have, you have planned, you have your little bread, God, you don't know everything. So what you want us to do is you want us to, to know it about the words. I pray that God Almighty will richly bless you. The one they are feeding us, God will richly bless you. God will contribute in your lives. Hallelujah. And man of God, if we also see that first king, first king chapter 8, verse 63, where he said, he said, and Solomon loved the Lord. He gave to the two thousand ox. Do you know what he mean by two thousand ox? And one hundred and twenty thousand sheep. What we are talking about giving, my brother. The day God, the other opened my eyes that place. I was shedding tears. We are talking about giving. Look at the man. Give, give him one hundred and twenty thousand sheep. And to the two, the kind of oxen I'm telling is not all this small, small. It's big, big one. No, those ones that they're using farming. It was very mighty. May God give us understanding in Yeshua's name. Amen. Hallelujah. 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 Amen. Now let me say this one word. One word. What pastor just said now. In the next two years from now, the next few years, two years from now, sir, pastor, God is making you a billionaire yeah. in multi billions. Yeah. I heard a lot says that in this season of change and transition, those who love Him. We start growing in substance. Amen. I said substance. Amen. There will be substance that will be upon his people. Because that is the time where it's substance. And he said that he tell us that we should begin to declare it. Declare it substance. He's given substance to those who love him. He's given he gave substance to Abraham, substance to Solomon, substance to David. Substance to Joseph, substance to Daniel. He's given substance to those who love him. I don't know where your business is, Rasam. I don't know where your business is right now, where direction of life you may find yourself right now. <laughs> what I want to say to you right now by the power of the Spirit of God is this. If you will let go, if you will let go of that which you love, for the one whom you love, he will change your life. But if you will not let go, you will keep going the same circle. Nothing will change for you. And you will know in you that you are holding yourself back. My brother. So you shouldn't feel embarrassed by what I'm saying, but it's the word of the hour. Elohim says, I will say to you, in the season of change and transition, if you will walk with him genuinely, and he has been talking to you several times, and you know his voice, his voice has led you to places that you think you have found yourself. His voice has led you to people you think you found yourself. 
said the places his voice has led you to and the people he has led you to said those places and people are yet to fulfill what he wants them to do in you and it will begin to happen in those people i don't know where they may be and where they are and he has given them resources for you but because of certain heart issues you and Jehovah may know and something must deal with him personally that if he will be able to do what he's asking to do he said the people are the places he has led him into you start saying that he will put in them a compelling desire to make true for you what Jehovah wants done in you there's what Jehovah wants done in you, you I don't know if you know it. He wants it done in you. And you must take advantage of this season. Because I hear him say, I hear him say right now to me to tell you that the, the calendar, I don't know if you the calendar is closing. I don't know what that means. The calendar is closing. I mean there's a time frame. The time frame for certain things to be done. Time frame. I mean, I don't know if it makes sense in the time frame. And if you don't act or respond quick enough, the time frame will end and things may get rougher for you. The time frame. God says Yehovah. God says Yehovah. In this season, I call you to deeper surrendering. I call you to let go. I call you to deeper consecration. For thy purpose requires deeper concentration. I call you to deeper consecration. For thy purpose requires deeper concentration. My affairs shall be made known to you. My affairs shall be made known to you, and ye must fulfill my affairs. For that is your assignment. They are my affairs. Make my assignment your affairs, and I will make fair thy ways, says Jehovah. Now, if you're watching us this, this 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 morning, I don't usually do this. I, I'll stay by the words of the Pastor, and I'll just take in that the prophetic. I feel strong unction of Jehovah. Upon me. Now, I pray for those who have watched this teaching today. May the Spirit of Jehovah meet you right where you are. If you're watching right now, you are in death, you are in lack, you are stuck. Whatever be the challenge that makes you weak, whatever be the suffering or the pain you are going through. Whatever be thy tribulation in this season of change and transition, I declare over you that Elohim will bring correction to your path. He will bring a change to your life. That sickness he will begin to heal you quickly. You'll begin to know and experience his deliverance. He will make his purpose clearer for you. And for those who will commit to give, I don't want to give up, give to support House of Israel. 
project to get a land for us Israel. So make sure House of Israel excel in the mandate. For those who bear the burden of this ministry, I will respond to our cry to give. I declare that in this season for you, God will hear your cry. Amen. And those who are here with us also are pressed. You've made a commitment to give. Many of us have never given the seed that pays us. And I pray as you give this morning, it will take one day. Elohim will visit you the same way he met with Solomon. Visions will impacted, the Zamet will impacted, Amen. wisdom will impacted, instruction will impacted, the lock will be broken, the eyes will open to see, ears open to hear, something divine and supernatural will enter you. And men will say, this man, this woman is indeed a man and a woman of God. Amen. And for everyone who gives a dime, who gives the support half of Israel Lagos land projects, this gift you give will just not only be for you, your children, children, children okay. will equally reap they will reap from the seed you're sowing. Yeah. It will be an eternal legacy for you. Yeah. In the name of Yeshua the Messiah, eternal yeah. legacy. Yeah. So shall it be. Yeah. In Yeshua's mighty name we pray. Amen. Announcement before we go tomorrow, 5 p.m. is our global intercessory prayer meeting. So please, if you can be here, make sure you're here to pray. To pray, loving God is talking to God. Let's meet here to pray and intercede for those who need our intercession. And also, please let's check out our new website www.hoinigeria.com. And from next Shabbat, you will be able to watch uh broadcast right from our website you'll be able to watch our broadcast right from our website and also we have amazing podcasts so we have we are on spotify we're on itunes we're on rss we're on major podcast channel so please subscribe to our podcast you can get up-to-date teachings audio that will help you want to know about the podcast is this we have daily podcasts and weekly podcasts some of them are short podcasts but there are things that you can have you're hearing them and listening daily faith come by hearing mm. so we want to make available this to help you strengthen your faith so there's a there will be podcast on faith podcast on wisdom podcast on joy so every aspect will be covered by the podcast so as you're hearing them we are it's blessing you it's enriching you and then you're being blessed so also our land project has to face we are focusing on agriculture and also building house of israel nigeria headquarters our headquarters we will we, we, we contain our the place of worship it contains our international international studio because we will we will invest strongly in our studio so we can broadcast from our studio we can broadcast our teachings the things we are doing globally broadcast so we're also in our headquarters will be our mission house our mission base you know why we need that so strong is that because of the grace of the honor of god 
people will be flying in from around the world. And I know when that time comes, Apostle Arthur Bailey will be invited to Nigeria one more time to inaugurate and bless. I'm going to inaugurate and bless this project. You know, so we are believing, not just believing, we are acting in the power of God for great things, and it's happening. So that's what we are doing. So to have, we have our international mission house where our guests from around the world will come visit us, and they'll have a place to stay and without going into hotels. So into guest house hotel or spending extra for that. And also to have orphanages. So they go for the orphanages to fulfill the mandate of God to be a brass keeper. So we're going to help the orphans, the widow, and the less privileged. So we're going to have a place where we educate and empower those who are less privileged. There's so much more in store for us of Israel, Lagos, as we pursue the vision Elohim has placed in our past. So I encourage us to please pray about this vision. Keep supporting us with your prayers. So Elohim will supply all the wisdom and the strategy we need to accomplish his good pleasure. So and that is it for today. So any other announcements, we'll be posting them on our page. So please subscribe to House of Israel Nigeria so you can get all the information. So that is, I may forget to share today, but if you want more information, go on our website. Go on our website or on our House of Israel Facebook page to get those information. Also, subscribe to our YouTube channel. Subscribe to our YouTube channel, University AK, so you can be strengthened. And also, next Thursday, 5 p.m. is our discipleship training program. Our discipleship training program. You've got to understand the place of discipleship. We are a ministry called to disciple the nation. So please, these thoughts, they don't miss our discipleship training program, 5 p.m. It will change your life forever. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yeah. All right, so as we go, I'm, I'm going to declare your vast blessings upon you. And as I declare it upon you, okay, our offering. So those of us who are here, please lift your offerings towards heaven. I declare your vast blessings upon every offering. Every giver who's watching, you can give through our cash app, give through PayPal, or go straight on our website and make a donation of so that offering on our website. And also sing as you give, I decree abundance upon your finances. And this will be the least you ever give. That your God will grant you good measures, press down, shake it together, that men give to your bosom in the name of Yeshua. May every giving be sanctified this day. So as we go, I declare your God bless you and keep you. May He prosper you. May He release upon you abundance. May all you put your hands upon to do prosper. May His face shine upon you. May He leave His countenance upon you. And may He give you peace in all that you do. Thank you so much for the part of the broadcast. I will say to you, Shabbat Shalom. Shabbat Shalom.